The Issues Etc. Book of the Month for December uses detailed illustrations and rhyming text to tell the story of Jesus' birth. It's titled, N is for Nativity. This new hardcover children's book is published by Concordia Publishing House, their phone number 1-800-325-3040, or learn more about N is for Nativity at issuesetc.org. Use the ABCs from Advent to Zion to teach your children and grandchildren the Christmas story with N is for Nativity. Now pay close attention, little children. It's somebody you ought to know. Yeah, it's all about a man that walked on earth nearly 2,000 years ago. Well, he healed the sick. He became the king of God's people when he was eight years old. He ruled for some 30-some years after that, and, well, he is one of the very, very few kings, including King David, who has a favorable review in the Old Testament. Most of them don't. Why is Josiah, King Josiah, different? Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. It's time to teach a Sunday school lesson on King Josiah in 2 Kings 22. Pastor Tom Baker joins us. He's host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, welcome. Uh, thank you. What does it mean that Josiah did what was right in the sight of the Lord and walked in all the ways of his father David? He did not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. Yeah, that's very important to understand because last week we talked about who was probably one of the greatest kings at the time of Judah, Hezekiah. And he was just wonderful in the sight of the Lord and was very righteous and followed the commandments of the Lord. When he died, his son Manasseh, who was 12 years old, he began to reign but he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And then when he died, his son Ammon, A-M-O-N, he was 22 years old, and he also did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. But when Ammon died, then the people chose Josiah, his son, to reign in his place. And Josiah is considered one of the great kings of Judah, uh, right behind Hezekiah. And so when it says that he did what was right in the sight of the Lord and walked in all the ways of his father David, not turning to the right or to the left, it meant that he really was attempting to obey the law of the Lord which was discovered in the temple when they were doing some other items in the temple. So Josiah, though he was only eight years old when he became king, God spoke to him through his word, encouraged him, and guided Josiah to become a great king. Why did Josiah order the temple to be repaired? Well, under the previous two evil kings, Manasseh and Ammon, they had started to put idolatrous images in the temple of God for Baal and other foreign gods, who of course don't exist. 
and it was a form of idolatry. And there were a number of other things that had to happen. So Josiah told Hilkiah, the high priest, that he wanted a repair of the temple and that they should go to the temple. And from the money which had been given to the temple by the people, then they were to give that to the carpenters, to the builders, to the masons, in order that they would repair the house of God. In fact, they were to deal honestly with the king and his command so that there was no accounting even made for the money that they received because they were honest workers. And so they began to repair the temple. You mentioned that they found the law. That it's a book that the high priest discovers during that renovation of the temple. What book is that likely to have been? Yeah, we think it was the book of Deuteronomy. It's not mentioned specifically, but some of the quotes seem to come from there. And when Hilkiah, the high priest, told the secretary of King Josiah, I have found the book of the law in the house of the Lord. And Hilkiah gave it to the secretary who read it. And then he went to the king and reported to the king, your servants have emptied out the money that was found in the house, delivered it into the hand of the workmen. And then he also said, that Hilkiah the high priest had given me a book. And then the secretary read the book before King Josiah. How could the people have forgotten about the Lord's covenant? Well, that's pretty simple. We've been in the ministry for almost five decades. And it's really amazing how you'll tell people in one sermon something that they should know and they believe, but then less than a few months later, they either have forgotten it or they don't realize how important it is. So sermons are really critical, as well as the readings from the Bible and the liturgy. People tend to forget It's part of the work of the devil to get you to think about something else. And particularly since the gods of the heathen appear to give better blessings than the God of Israel. So they left the God of Israel and followed the God of the heathens. Remember Adam and Eve? Why did they follow Satan? because Satan indicated that if they would only eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they would become like God. Whereas God had said, if you eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, well, you will die. And so Satan's words sounded better, and they followed Satan. That's why regular church attendance, regular Bible reading, And that's why it's so important that the Sunday school children 
hear of King Josiah. As young as he was, he really got excited when he heard the words of the book of the law. In fact, because of his sadness in recognizing that the people were not obeying God, he tore his clothes. And the king's servant said, Great is the wrath of the Lord that is kindled against the people because our fathers have not obeyed the words of this book to do according to all that is written concerning us. And the book of Deuteronomy is a great summary of what happened with Israel from the leaving of Egypt, going through the Red Sea, complaining to God in the wilderness, not going into the promised land when directed to do so, spending a total of 40 years in the wilderness, and they also were worshiping false gods like the golden calf on the time of Mount Sinai. So this is a common practice of human beings, and that's why it's so necessary to hear the word of God. So he tears his clothes. What does Josiah then tell his servants to do? Well, he tells his servants what the Lord has told him, and that is that they should not only repair the temple, but that they should also humble themselves, become repentant. See, this is kind of the word of John the baptizer, who was telling Judah, it's the first step in bringing a person to faith in Jesus is to show that they're a sinner. And so this was to be read to all the people, this book, the book of the covenant. And the people then would realize that they were sinners and hopefully would repent of their sins. And when the Lord saw that Josiah became penitent and humbled himself before the Lord, then he did not do the curse against the people at that time. Because he says, I have heard you declare the Lord. I will gather you to your fathers. You shall be gathered to your grave in peace, and your eyes shall not see all the sight of the Lord according to all that the fathers had done. In other words, Josiah would be kept from the wrath of God that was coming upon Judah, because when Josiah died, the following kings, Jehoahaz and others, they also did evil in the sight of the Lord. Pastor Tom Baker is our guest. We're teaching a Sunday school lesson on King Josiah in 2 Kings 22. Why was God determined in time to punish the people's idolatry?
listen to the best of the church's music for the Advent season at lutheranpublicradio.org. Sacred music for the Advent season, lutheranpublicradio.org. When Christ came to earth, he did not come as a fully formed man. Rather, he took on flesh in the womb of the Virgin Mary. He became a lowly embryo and thereby, in this act, made every child a gracious gift of God. No asterisks, no footnotes. To learn more about the blessing of children, pick up the December issue of The Lutheran Witness, cph.org slash witness or our website, witness.lcms.org to learn more. The Lutheran Witness, helping you interpret the world from a Lutheran perspective. Equipping the priesthood of all believers, you're listening to Issues Etc. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Our church loves and is grateful for those that serve our country. Operation Barnabas, part of Ministry to the Armed Forces, equips you to reach out to veterans in your community to bring Christ to those that served. Call Ministry to the Armed Forces at 314-996-1337 or email lcmschaps at lcms.org. Thank you for your service. Thank you. God bless our military. Confessional Lutherans are invited to rent a four-bedroom, three-bathroom Table Rock lakefront home in the Ozarks. Table Rock Lake is a premier lake in the heart of the Ozarks for boating, water sports, and fishing. This log cabin-style rental sleeps 12 and is 30 minutes from Branson and 20 minutes from Silver Dollar City. Learn more by calling Swanson Estates, 713-855-2681. Be sure to mention Issues Etc., 713 713- 855-2681. Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. We're teaching a Sunday School lesson with Pastor Tom Baker on King Josiah and 2 Kings 22. He's host of the radio show Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Speaking of Sunday school children and children in general, the Issues Etc. Book of the Month for December is a children's book for ages 5 through 9. N is for Nativity, Christmas from A to Z. You'll find it at our website, issuesetc.org, or call Concordia Publishing House and ask for N is for Nativity, 1-800-325-3040, 1-800-325-3040. Tom, what should we make of the fact that when he sends to inquire of the Lord, they go to the prophetess Hulda. Yes, the prophetess Hulda got a message from God himself. And she told them that what was going to happen, that disaster would come upon this place. She was a keeper of the wardrobe She lived in Jerusalem, and she said, The Lord God, tell the man who sent you to me, thus says the Lord, I will bring disaster upon this place and upon its inhabitants. And why? Because they have forsaken me, their God, and made offerings to other gods, that they might provoke me to anger with all the work of their hands. And therefore, my wrath will be kindled against this 
place and it will not be quenched. So this is what's going to be happening after Josiah died. And sure enough, his son who took over from him, his name was Jehoahaz, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the people followed him. And then his son, Jehoiakim, he also did evil in the sight of the Lord. And so this is why God is well known in the Old Testament. And that's found in chapter 24, where Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, actually comes and captures Jerusalem and takes 10,000 captives and all the craftsmen and all the smiths. The only people left in Judah were the poorest people of the land, and he carried them away to Babylon. And that's where the king of Babylon made the uncle of Jehoiakim king in this place and changed his name to Zedekiah. So this was what God has in store for those who really repel against God's word as found in Holy Scripture, who do not believe it. And this is why it's so important that the Sunday school teachers tell the students what God wants them to know from Holy Scripture. Why was God determined to punish the people's idolatry? He was determined because idolatry means they're breaking the first commandment. In all sins that a person does, they always break the first commandment, thou shalt have no other gods before me. If not a made god from wood or metal, then their own god, namely themselves, they put their own ideas first. And the Sunday school children will be faced with that in the world today in the United States, where unfortunately public school teachers are teaching that which is contrary to God's word. And so Sunday school teachers have the wonderful opportunity to give insight to God's word to the children so that they will come to realize what God is really like. He is not someone who's going to send you to hell because you're doing bad works. He's going to send you to hell because you don't believe in his son, Jesus Christ. And that's the main message the Sunday school teachers get across, that Jesus is the reason for the season, not only at Christmas, but throughout the year, to thank him that we are able to worship a true God with a true message of wisdom, namely from Jesus Christ himself. In chapter 23 of Second Kings, before Josiah died, he enacted a number of worship reforms. Tell us about those. Yes. He first of all destroyed and burned all the vessels made for idols that were in the holy temple. 
he deposed the priests whom the kings of Judah had ordained to make offerings to the idols. And he burned the figure of Asherah that was an idol. He burned that, and he also defiled Topeth, which is in the valley of the son of Hinnon, so that no one could continue to burn his son or his daughter as an offering to Molech, another false god, M-O-L-E-C-H. He burned the chariots of the evil ones and the altars on the roof of the upper chamber of Ahaz, which the kings of Judah had made. He burned them, and he therefore restored Jerusalem. Probably the greatest thing that he did after pulling down and burning all these idols to dust, he restored the Passover. He says, no such Passover had been kept since the day of the judges who judge Israel or during all the days of the kings of Israel or the kings of Judah. But in the 18th year of King Josiah, the Passover was reintroduced and kept to the Lord in Jerusalem. And at the same time, Josiah got rid of mediums and necromancers. And the Bible says in verse 25 of chapter 23, there was no king like him who turned to the Lord with all his heart and with all his soul and with all his might according to all the law of Moses, nor did anyone like him arise after him. And that meant that the Lord resisted taking wrath against his people until after the death of Josiah, who died, by the way, in battle. Finally, with less than a minute, what's the long gospel of this lesson? The law is, and this is important for the children to understand, is every time we sin, we are ignoring God's word. We are rebelling against God himself. The gospel is Jesus so loves us that he died on the cross not only to give us the Holy Spirit, but also to forgive our sins so that in heaven we will not be held accountable for any sins that we have done on earth as we have trusted in the gospel message of Jesus, who is our Savior from sin. Pastor Tom Baker is host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, thanks. Thank you. In Hour 2 of Issues Etc., we'll be looking forward to Sunday morning, according to the three-year lectionary, the fourth Sunday in Advent with Pastor Sean Denzer.
Listen weekday afternoons to Pastor Todd Wilkin and guests on Issues Etc. Issues Etc. is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is vital for the continuation and expansion of this worldwide outreach. Our mailing address, Issues Etc., P.O. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. You can also donate at our website, issuesetc.org. Issues Etc. is a production of LPR, Lutheran Public Radio.